0: Welcome to Inner Divine Alchemy, a podcast for spiritual seekers who dare to explore the depth of this divine existence and the constructs that make up our very reality. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a fellow spiritual seeker, full-time creative entrepreneur, and best-selling indie author. If you're looking to go deeper on the types of things we discuss on this podcast— I sincerely hope you'll join me in my monthly membership community called the Inner Divine Collective at innerdivinealchemy.com. Without further ado, let's get metaphysical, shall we?
1: Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. So a bit of a disclaimer here, I had recorded an episode that I was planning to put out mid-April, and a different episode went up instead of that one, but the information in it is still really, really important, even though I was talking about kind of what was going on mid-April, but those experiences, those symptoms, like all of that is still occurring. So I'm kind of going to do something a little different because I want to get that information out there. But I also want to share what's coming up with eclipse season as well. So this is kind of going to be like a part one and a part two in the same episode. So what you're about to hear is going to be the part one process where I'm talking about ascension symptoms actually being descension, but not in the way that you think. So that's going to be kind of like part one. And then you'll hear my voice will obviously sound a little bit different because I think when I recorded that it was still in the process of of returning right so you just may notice a bit of a different bit of a different energy but I'll let you know when part 2 is happening when we're talking about eclipse season your guide to eclipse season and what to expect so let's get rolling with part 1 i came across sister Shanti, sister Shanti. i hope i'm saying her name right on instagram which i've actually i say came across i've been following her for a while but i came across one of her recent i don't know if it's an igtv or just an instagram video i don't even know what they're called now i feel like instagram has made so many changes that i literally just can't keep up and i'm like what are we doing now it's becoming a confusing platform and i'm honestly not really here for it anymore but that's beside the point. So I came across this video where Sister Shanti was talking about how many of us, especially lightworkers, starseeds, those who have been through multiple spiritual awakenings, are going through a process right now or are experiencing a lot of symptoms that almost feel like ascension symptoms, but they're actually descension symptoms. And not in the way you would think about descension as in like going backwards. That's not what this is about. Because I was trying to put to put a, I don't know, an understanding around why I was feeling the way I was feeling and suddenly like losing my voice. I know there were physical things that contributed to that. But the first half of April was really strange for me health wise. And I have not had Any health issues for like over three years, not even the common cold. And I don't have allergies, right? So I knew it wasn't like we have pollen and crazy things like that happening in Texas. So I knew it wasn't the pollen. I knew it felt like an energetic thing that was happening with my health, almost like my cells were getting upgrades, were repairing, but it didn't feel like the ascension symptoms that I had experienced before. Mind you, we have had a lot of solar flares as well happening this month, which is where the sun is like shooting down more light than usual. And so our bodies are absorbing more light than usual. And that can lead to fatigue and headaches and feeling tired and dehydrated. But it's kind of like adding more light and more repairing to your cells and to your DNA. So back to the descension symptoms. The w- I love the way that she stated it because it really made sense to me, which is why I want to share it here in case you're also like, yeah, I have been feeling strange or just kind of off, you know, over ever since April started, and I don't really know what it is because it doesn't feel like ascension. Like it does, but it doesn't it's probably descension. And the way that she explained it is that for quite a while now, especially if you've had multiple spiritual awakenings, you've been traveling to the ethers. You've been traveling to the astral realms, whether you're doing this in the middle of the day, like while you take a nap, or at night when you go to sleep, or just even when you meditate, right? Or you get really deep into a trance state or a hypnosis, you're traveling to the ethers, you're traveling to the astral realms, and you're receiving information and you're doing your part on a cosmic soul level, and then bringing that information. So it's kind of like an exchange of information, right? You're exchanging information, you're bringing information from this 3D plane, to the planes beyond it to the dimensions beyond it. And then while you're there, you're also bringing knowledge and information back here into the 3d physical reality into this third dimension. And so what has happened is over the past three years, or it could be five years, seven years, it really depends on how long you've been on your spiritual journey, you've been going and giving this information. And yes, you've been bringing information back, but that information hasn't been fully grounded or fully rooted in this reality. And so that's what this descension process is. It's coming back, not, I don't wanna say fully into your body, but it's this process of like reclaiming these pieces of yourself, these fragments of yourself that are out there in the ethers, that are out there in other dimensions. And kind of like bringing them all back to this physical existence, to your life right now, and to this earthly body right now. And so, of course, there can be so many different symptoms. The biggest one I've noticed is this feeling like I'm in this weird void where some days I wake up and I do feel, you know, present and I'm here and I feel grounded in my body and I'm able to take action And then some days I wake up and I am just not here. Like I literally feel like I am floating outside of my body. I've had moments where I've been in the car driving to run an errand where I literally thought to myself, should I be in the car right now? Like I almost feel like a danger to myself and to the people around me because I just don't physically feel all, all here. And this has been happening ever since April started. And I do think having so many planets in Pisces is attributing to this. But I think there's more beyond that, right? I've also noticed that my dreams, I usually have very vivid dreams. Those have definitely slowed down except for last night, I had a very real dream. It was a very grounded dream in this reality. I can't remember the last time I had a dream that felt so I don't want to say felt so real, but was so representative or indicative of my physical reality. Normally when I'm dreaming, there's astral travel involved. And so I'm in dimensions and there are colors and species and things that I have never seen before. And it's really, really cool. But this dream I had last night took place in my actual house. And it felt so, so real that the minute I woke up, I remembered exactly Exactly what it was. So, if you're going through this dissension process, you may notice that if you are a vivid dreamer, perhaps your dreams aren't so vivid. You may also notice that if you are prone to astral traveling, that that also hasn't been happening as often, especially not in your waking hours, right? So, this descension process is really about bringing the downloads and the information and the embodiment. That's the biggest thing is taking everything you've learned for however long you've been on your spiritual journey and really bringing that all here and embodying it fully. And it's a lot. It's a lot of information. It's a lot of embodiment practices. And so it's kind of like our earthly physical bodies are trying to catch up to the upgrades and the light codes and the information and the knowledge. And it's, it's kind of working over time. So just be gentle with yourself during this time. Don't push yourself too hard. If you're noticing that your health is going under or you're not feeling well, make sure you're resting, drinking lots of water, eating healthy, nutritious foods, getting a good night's sleep, sleeping those extra hours if you need them. Because again, your body is... It's trying to catch up to, it's weird to say because it's, you know, to say descension, you would think it would be the other way around, but it's almost like the ascension is there and you're bringing, you're descending the ascension here. And so because your body is in, you know, the 3D, this like lower, lower dimensional space, it's having to catch up again and work overtime in order to really embody and inhabit these new light codes and this new information that you gained. Okay, so that was part one of the podcast. So now we're in part two. So let's go ahead and talk about eclipse season. Because there's something I've noticed on TikTok, which is a lot of I don't want to say like negative information coming out about eclipse season. But just And I don't want to use the word fear mongering either. I'm just I'm definitely on the spiritual side of TikTok, right? So I'm just noticing the kind of messaging around eclipse season talking about how it's really going to affect the fixed signs, especially Taurus, because we do have our new moon in Taurus, as well as a solar eclipse happening actually on April 30th, and which I believe when this podcast goes up will be tomorrow. And then we have a lunar eclipse happening I think around May 15th in the sign of Scorpio. So because these eclipses are happening in the energies of Taurus and Scorpio, Obviously, those signs are going to be affected, but everyone's going to be affected, right? Because we all have in our natal chart, we all have Taurus and Scorpio placements, especially in our in our houses, in our chart, right? So it's going to affect everyone, but even more so than just like if you have Taurus or Scorpio in your big three or Leo and Aquarius as well. It's really, it is going to affect the fixed signs. So especially if you have a north node in Taurus or a north node in Scorpio right because we do have things going on with the nodes and so in my personal opinion after just looking at everything and researching I believe that those the nodal path because that's really your karmic path that's kind of like your soul your soul path right your north node is and so it's really going to shake up things for people with a Taurus north node as well as a Scorpio north node. So, but like I said, I've just been seeing a lot of uh, kind of like fear-based messaging around eclipse season, and I kind of just want to, I don't know, like dismantle that (laughs) because the thing about eclipse season is that it does bring in change. It does bring in transformation, and especially in the signs of Taurus and Scorpio, seeing as they're fixed signs, but you know, Taurus rules the material realm it rules our 3D reality and and money and finances and wealth and kind of like the structures that we've built here in this in this reality right and then Scorpio of course is ruled by the planet Pluto and it's all about death and rebirth and destruction. but I don't want those words to sound scary because they're not as long as you keep your perspective open. So one of the things about Taurus and Scorpio energy, because they oppose each other, right, which is why they're they're north and south nodes, or like why they're opposite each other, I guess you could say, um, in the zodiac wheel. The reason why it may be a bit more or feel more challenging for Taurus placements and Scorpio placements is because of the comfort zone aspect of these two signs and also just having difficulty really cutting out toxic situations, letting go of old situations, things that have passed their expiration date, right? So that's why the change may feel more tumultuous for these signs because first of all, they're fixed signs. So they're very stubborn in their ways. And it's kind of like with the comfort zone thing, they really do have to be pushed. And I can say this because I'm a Taurus son. So there does have to be sometimes these external things that happen that push you out of your comfort zone to make you start to think differently. And again, that's just because there is a stubbornness, especially with Taurus. There is a stubbornness associated there. But the biggest thing that is going to help you with this Taurus with this Taurus-Scorpio eclipse season that is coming up is to look at your birth chart, so your natal chart, and look at where and what house you have Taurus and in what house you have Scorpio and then look up what that house means. So there are 12 houses in all of our birth charts. and each house, there is a sign that rules it that is based on the placement of everything in the sky, all the planets, and all of that when you were born. So it's different for all of us. So if you can look at which house you have Taurus in, which house you have Scorpio in, and then look up, it's really easy to just look up the meanings of the houses. You're going to have a better understanding of what area of your life is going to go through the transformation. So just because Taurus rules, you know, the material world and all of that and finances and wealth and everything doesn't necessarily mean you're going to go through this major transformation or this major overhaul with your finances, unless, of course, Taurus is in the house that rules that area in your chart, so this is why it's just important because it's going to, again, it's going to affect all of us. And Eclipse energy can be a little bit chaotic. But the way that I like to think about it is it's chaotic in the sense that it's a bit more fast-paced, and it's kind of that nut. It gives you that nudge or that head start, that little, that little like pat on the shoulder and that little bump to get you moving. To get you moving, especially if you feel like, and I I can personally speak to this, if you feel like your life has just kind of grown a bit stale or things have felt stagnant or you feel like something's coming, but you just can't quite put your finger on what that is, like you know there's a change coming and you've just kind of been in a void. You've kind of been like waiting in the wings and you're like, what what is this? Like what's coming up? And it's so funny because the the card personally, the tarot card that I have kept pulling over and over again for people in readings is the Four of Swords and also for myself, which is all about rest and relaxation and being kind of like silent and inactive. And that's a really hard energy to be in when you are wanting to make moves and do things. But that's the really cool thing about eclipse season is that oftentimes when you're in the void, you don't have the full picture. And eclipse season is that time where suddenly you're going to get all the information and you're going to suddenly see the full picture all at once. Like this literally just, we're not even in eclipse season yet as I'm recording this. And I just had this massive change that will be occurring in my life. Like it's huge. And when it first hit me, I was like, what? And, it, you know, I had to kind of detach myself. I'm like, I don't need to worry about the how. I don't need to worry about the how. Like, it's all, that like, this is this is kind of what I was expecting or what I was waiting for. And it's, it's exciting and it's scary. And I'm looking forward to being able to, sh- you know, sharing more about that and talking more about that and kind of that whole journey and how it's going to unfold and what it's going to look like. But anyways, so, all this to say like i'm you know i'm over here going through massive changes that are definitely pushing me way outside of my comfort zone but i found that this is for me personally in this specific situation it's something that's been like a soul nudge for a while and it's just kind of been lingering and i believe that the past couple of years for me, have been really a lot of like a healing process and needing that that time and that space and like my sanctuary, right, to really heal and grow. But I've, I've known the next chapter is coming. I just didn't know exactly what the next chapter was going to look like. And literally just yesterday, yesterday. So I was like so confused for 24 hours. And then the next day, It all, all the information I needed, everything just came in, not even just in an energetic sense, but also like physically too. Like things started showing up in the material realm, like in my reality where everything is just starting to come together. Pieces are starting to, to make more sense and I'm, I'm gaining more clarity. So the best advice I can give during this eclipse season is to, first of all, check check your houses, right, in your natal chart, check your houses, see what area it's likely going to affect, and just know that it's going to be a shake-up, a transformation. And in the beginning, it might look a little difficult. You might kind of be freaking out a little bit about, like, how, well, how is this going to happen? How is this going, like, how is this going to turn out okay? And this is why I spend so much time in my cosmic manifestation program about learning how to detach from the how and really building that trust in the universe and yourself as as a co-creator. Because a lot of this just comes from the inner confidence that that like you're you're safe here and that anything that happens like it's it's all going to be okay. It's like that energy of everything is temporary and. Look at the next chapter of your life as an adventure, and it it really is all about perspective because nothing has meaning until we give it meaning. So you can take the things that are coming in and happening as bad, as negative, as a loss, as like things being taken away from you, right? Which is oftentimes when we get quote unquote bad news, that's what we think that we're losing something instead of putting our attention on what it is we might gain, And what the possibilities are like, how is this like how is being pushed outside of your comfort zone, opening up a whole world of possibilities that you didn't even know were there. The other piece of advice I want to give is to lean on your support system, especially if you are a fixed sign Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, lean on your support system. Do not get and this is specifically to Scorpio and Taurus, do not get so caught up in your head, like where you're just thinking and ruminating and ruminating. Lean, lean on the people that you trust, the people that are closest to you. Let them in on what is going on. That's another lesson with you know Taurus and Scorpio is to to let people in. It's okay to ask for support. It's okay to ask for for help, right? And to use other people as as a sounding board, again, as long as those people are people you trust and it's not those toxic relationships or the ones that you know deep down you need to cut ties with those people, right? But don't stay in your head with the things that are happening. Be vulnerable, even if it's it's scary. And trust me, I know because I just, I literally just went through this for over the past two days where I was like, this is out of my wheelhouse and I need support. Like I need more information. And as soon as I leaned on my support system, I got so much information that I did that didn't even like occur to me, right? And it completely shifted my perspective. So sometimes we feel like we have to do everything or know everything or be the expert in everything. But this is where that kind of uh, delegating and delegation, and and also, I don't really want to use the word delegating because we're not really delegating a task, you know, to someone else. But it's knowing when to reach out for support when something just is outside of your wheelhouse, right? And to really get that that information from people who do have experience. But it's Eclipse energy is it's for the better. It's ultimately going to be. A major, major improvement and also lead you more in the direction of your soul and like those nudges that you've had, those things that have really been calling you, it's going to take you in that direction. So it's really about learning to trust, to kind of ride this wave and to look at the things that are happening as. Energy that's kind of been building up within you. And finally, you're going to start seeing that take place in your external reality. You just have to detach from what it looks like, how it's occurring, how it's happening, and try not to label it as bad. Because again, nothing has meaning until we give it meaning. Your perspective on all of this is everything. So with all of that being said, I wish you all so much positive change and transformation again everything is is how we view it how we look at it so i'm sending you all really positive vibes do not be afraid to reach out to your support system even if it seems like you're going to have to be really vulnerable or it's embarrassing to talk about i i can just tell you this from how much shadow work i've done when you are finally vulnerable and open up about like what's really been going on with you and how you're really feeling the people who support you will be there to to help you and to to support you and to to be excited for you and you know ready for your next step your next adventure your next chapter of life So that is going to conclude this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will chat with you in the next one.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more beyond this podcast, make sure to check out my website at innerdivinealchemy.com and give me a follow over on Instagram at innerdivinealchemy. Don't forget to check out the collective where we have monthly themes on all things metaphysical and spiritual. I'll chat with you all again very soon.